As far back as I can remember, I always wanted to be a gangster. Wait till they get a load of me. I'm Spartacus! I'm Spartacus! I'm Batman. I am the father. I am Optimus Prime. My name is Bob. James Bob. It's alive! It's alive! It's alive! You shall not pass! Here's Johnny! Some men just want to watch the world burn. I'm only human, Harry! Talking movies with Brian Lataki. And here we go. Here's Brian Lataki. You can do it! Hello, friends, and welcome to Talking Movies. My name is Brian Lataki, and today we take a look at the hyper violent cop shop. So, why were you looking to get locked up, Theodore? Everyone's trying to kill me. I did what I had to do to get to you, Teddy. The legendary Bob Vidic. You're a psychopath. I'm a professional. You pissed off the wrong people, and I'm gonna kill you. Drop that gun. No one kills anyone in here. I'm coming in there whether you like it or not. Now you see the difference? That is a psychopath. On the run from a lethal assassin, a wily con artist devises a scheme to hide out inside a small town police station. But when the hitman turns up at the precinct, an unsuspecting rookie cop finds herself caught in the crosshairs. Written by the team of Kurt McLeod, Joe Carnahan, and Mark Williams, and directed by Joe Carnahan, Cop Shop stars Frank Grillo as Teddy Moretto, Gerard Butler as Bob Vidic, Toby Huss as Anthony Lamb, Alexis Lauder as Valerie Young, and features Tate Fletcher, Ryan O'Nan, and the Dean of Mean, Keith. Jardine. In looking for a movie to review this week, there were a few new releases hitting theaters before we get into the big bangers for Halloween. As a fan of Gerard Butler's and of course Frank Grillo's crossbones from the Marvel Cinematic Universe, I found it only fitting to fill the gap with this police station action crime drama. And for 107 minutes, this movie utilized common tropes and familiar character types to craft a pretty well done story. While nothing is exceptionally mind-blowing, it did keep me pretty entertained entertained throughout. In no way do I expect awards to be doled out to the cast and crew of Cop Shop, but I do expect to hear a few people say they've not only seen Cop Shop, but they actually enjoyed it as well. This is one of those movies where if you see it in theaters, you won't feel like you wasted your money. Well, meanwhile, those that see it at home will think it was definitely worth their time. Does that make sense? I mean, it does in my own head. Gerard Butler himself plays the type of character you've come to expect from him, while Frank Rillo plays the type of character you expect from him. The the biggest surprise is actually Toby Huss, who may best be known as a secondary character in Halt and Catch Fire and Brooklyn Nine-Nine, who actually shines as the psychopath Anthony Lamb. The moment he hits the screen, this movie hits another gear and gets exciting until the credits roll. I give Cop Shop a B. If you're tired of the same old style, give a shout to Nick at Swish Barbershop at 844 St. Mary's Road and get set up properly. Book today by visiting boybarbernick.com. I've just been handed an urgent news story. Cannonball! 
Let's get into movie news you can use, and let's start it off with some upcoming projects. Remember Frank Grillo? We were just talking about him a second ago. Frank Grillo has confirmed he is reprising his role of Sergeant in the upcoming Purge 6. While the Forever Purge had originally been announced as the final chapter in the Purge series, by the time it actually had hit theaters, franchise creator James DeMonaco and Frank Grillo had both revealed in separate interviews that they were talking about teaming up for another sequel. Grillo has officially confirmed this to the Playlist podcast that he has committed to doing the Purge 6, whatever it is to be called. Meanwhile, over at Warner Brothers, it has officially been announced that they are fast-tracking a new Lost Boys movie and have already set it. Chapter 1 star Jaden Martell and A Quiet Place's Noah Jupe as the leads. Randy McKinnon is penning the screenplay while Jonathan Entwistle is set to direct. In the land of sequels, Tracy Morgan has officially signed on to star in the movie Triplets alongside Arnold Schwarzenegger and Danny DeVito. In the new film, Julian, played by Schwarzenegger, and Vincent, played by DeVito, discover that they are actually part of a trio. Dylan Dawson and Lucas Kavner are writing the script, and a sizzle reel is being prepped for potential buyers. The initial script for Triplets had Eddie Murphy playing the third brother, who had to bow out because since following the release of Coming to America on Amazon Prime, he had booked himself too heavily. Original movie writer-director Ivan Reitman will be reprising his role as the director of the film, and went on to say that he had been friends with Tracy Morgan for a long time, and always thought he was one of the funniest men in the world. He went on to say that he would make a terrific triplet, and he rewrote the script specifically for him. Warner Brothers also announced the hiring of Matthew Lopez, who wrote the Tony-nominated play The Inheritance, has officially signed on to write the new script for the upcoming reboot of The Bodyguard. The original film, which starred Kevin Costner and Whitney Houston, focused on a former Secret Service agent who was tasked with protecting the life of an R&B singer. Casting is yet to take place, but I will keep you updated because I will always love you. The reboot of Paranormal Activity has officially received its new name. Titled Paranormal Activity Next of Kin, currently has its plot kept under wraps. What we do know is that the movie stars Emily Bader, Roland Buck III, Dan Lippert, and Henry Ayers Brown, and that franchise creator Oren Pelly produced the film with Jason Blum of Blumhouse Productions. Christopher Landon served as the executive producer alongside Steven Schneider. We also do know that the film will release on Paramount Plus sometime in October, and that the MPAA revealed that they have given the film an R rating for violence and bloody images and language throughout. Universal Pictures announced that they have officially landed the upcoming new release from Christopher Nolan. The project that tackles the creation of the atomic bomb by J. Robert Oppenheimer will mark the first release by another studio after a lucrative run with Warner Brothers. Following Warner Brothers' plan to release their entire 2021 film slate via HBO Max, the successful director has now moved to a new studio, and that comes with its own list of demands. First and foremost, Christopher Nolan wanted a $100 million budget for the film. While that may seem modest by most Hollywood standards, it's a little staggering for a film of this nature, and Nolan himself considers this a small scale compared to his other films. In addition to the budget, the director also wanted total creative control, 20% of first dollar gross, and a blackout period from which the studio wherein the company would not release another movie three weeks before or three weeks after 
his release. The biggest sticking point, however, was how this film would relate to streaming. To guarantee that his movie wouldn't land on a streaming service immediately, the director requested at least a 100-day theatrical window. This is quite interesting considering that Universal Pictures recently announced that they have a 45-day theatrical window for its releases moving forward, with the exception of this upcoming project from Christopher Nolan. It was reported that the three main competitors for this project were Apple, Sony, and Universal, with Universal taking the nab. In the rumor mill, it was announced that Andy Serkis does believe that Venom will meet Spider-Man in the Marvel Cinematic Universe. The director of Venom Let There Be Carnage said, quote, look, it depends when you want to get there and also what the appetite is. If people want more Venom stories, then jump straight to Spider-Man. You could be missing out on many great supervillain characters between now and then. Only as if he was listening to add to the hype, Tom Hardy recently released and then immediately deleted a picture where he was wearing a Spider-Man No Way Home production hat. While nobody confirmed nor denied that Tom Hardy will show up in Spider-Man No Way Home, it is possible considering the production hats are only given to those who participate in the production of a film. Over in the land of streaming... Netflix has announced that they have signed a lucrative deal with Schitt's Creek creator Daniel Levy. While the exact financials have not been released, we do know that the film side of the deal will begin immediately, while his TV deal will begin in July of 2022 after his three-year deal with ABC Signature expires. According to The Hollywood Reporter, the three- or four-year deal is valued at significantly more than Levy's TV-only pact with the Disney-backed ABC Signature. His first project under the new Netflix deal will be an untitled romantic comedy feature film that he will write, direct, produce, and star in. Over at HBO Max, the success of Mortal Kombat means that we are officially going to see Mortal Kombat spinoffs set for the HBO Max platform. According to a report in Variety, Warner Brothers is developing other characters in its Mortal Kombat universe, focusing on other characters, which indicates spinoff opportunities. This will likely be done by introducing characters who didn't appear in the first movie or delve into backstories of others. The report itself did not describe a direct sequel, which could mean that Warner Brothers wants to flesh out other characters via the spin-offs. Joe Taslim, who played Sub-Zero in the first film, has stated that he had signed on for multiple movies as the character, so these plans could possibly include him in some capacity. There's a slew of other characters that didn't even appear in the film, including fan favorites Johnny Cage and Katana, who are expected to play major roles in the upcoming sequel. Warner Brothers also announced that they are making a spin-off series about the Penguin character that's being portrayed by Colin Farrell in the upcoming Batman movie from Matt Reeves. The series, which will be executive produced by the Batman's Matt Reeves and Dylan Clark, will tell a Scarface-like tale of the Penguin's rise to power. Colin Farrell will reprise his role as the Penguin, who is nearly unrecognizable in the amount of makeup and costume that he is wearing. Colin Farrell did say that he has limited screen time in the Batman, which he expects that will have fans wanting more. And finally, in sad news, something you have heard time and time again over this past week. Iconic comedian and former SNL anchor Norm Macdonald has passed away at the age of 61. Born in Quebec, Norm Macdonald's comedic stylings had taken him through a writing spot on ABC's Roseanne, which segued into a long run on NBC's Saturday Night Live. SNL gave Macdonald a showcase as the host of their Weekend Update segment, where he was fired after constant references to O.J. Simpson, a friend of then-NBC 
West Coast president Don Olmeyer. McDonald went on to have his own sitcom The Norm Show for two years and also launched a Netflix series called Norm McDonald Has a Show on Netflix in 2018. If you are always on the fence of Norm McDonald, I highly suggest you follow his hilarious joke on Conan O'Brien about a moth seeing a light on at a therapist's office. That's it for this episode of Talking Movies. Follow me on social media at TalkingMoviesPC and download full-length episodes on all of your favorite podcast platforms. And as always, to clarify, I shot him in the head and then he took a little tumble. <laughs>